In a world where there are many sports podcasts, one stands above them all. Three teams, two leagues, one dream. It's Triple Threat with your hosts, Jeremiah, Eric, and Sam. And they only have one question for you. Are you ready for some football? All right. What's going on, guys? It's Triple Threat back with another episode. Uh, You know it with your boys. Yeah. Well, just me and Jeremiah. Sammy will be back Mm -hmm. in a little bit. Yep. All right. So, So, today's agenda consists of Doug Peterson getting fired from the Eagles. Playoff yep. games, we're going to talk about an offensive and defensive player from each that are unsung heroes, quote-unquote, of that quote game. Unquote. That's yep. right. And we're going to briefly talk about a beloved left tackle of Indies that just retired and the Steelers' bad juju, if you will. Mm. And that was the tagline. Yeah. I love it. But anyway, <laughs> that's just me. Uh, All right. So, uh, I guess we can start off with the the playoff. Yeah, it's probably going to take a little bit. Oh, he's back. So, okay. have well, anybody? Hold on a we'll, second. We'll just start off with have the first game. Well, they're still connecting. Hold on. You good? Well, I guess we'll start off really quick. Oh, and you're back connected. Yo, should we start off, Eric? Should we advertise our merch uh, deal like early in the podcast? Because I figure if we get all that stuff out of the way real fast, it'll be more likely to get heard than people last until the end of the episode. That's a good idea. Well, guys, if you want to talk about merch, let's talk about merch right now. We've released our merch store. Well, not right now. It's been like two weeks ago. So we've got shirts. We've got long sleeve, short sleeve. I don't think we have turtleneck. I was going to say turtleneck. Anyway. Sammy, you we wanna... got pretty much. <laughs> we got a bunch, man. Yeah, we do. And we don't even just have shirts. We have face masks, water bottles, cups. Stainless steel bottles. We have phone cameras. Yeah. Pretty awesome. I want to go and look over it again, man. Like, that's exciting. It's really nice. So, if y'all want to grab something triple yeah. threat, you want to rep us out on the field, man, we'd be grateful to have Heck you yeah. come and shop here. Represent. Yeah. Yeah, I'll represent. Look good doing it, man. For real. Yeah. And... I'm going to put a link to our podcast or to our merch store. I'm going to put the uh, URL code. I'm going to put it down in the description. So if y'all want to go visit the store just to look, maybe we only have two designs, so it's not that big right now, but we'll get a few more going later. Yeah. And don't feel obligated to buy anything. Like if you don't, if you don't feel like you're in a place right now, financially, I guess, then don't feel obligated to get anything. 
But we just want y'all to represent looking good, man, at the same time. Like, we got right. some really cool design, got some really cool stuff. But like Eric said, we're going to get some more designs going pretty soon, guys. So I'll try we'll to be re- looking out for I'll try that. To figure something out. But anyway, yeah. Jeremiah? Yeah. You want to say something? Oh, yes. Um, So. We're going to start with playoff games, guys. And nice. first up on the board was the very first playoff game, and that is mm-hmm. I want it is the Colts and the Bills. Yes. I love this game. I watched it. It was great. Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. I like Stephon Diggs, and I like Josh Allen, and I like that connection. Yeah, I know, right? I, I always love watching Josh Allen play and – Stephon Diggs getting them catches, man. Them receptions are awesome. Yeah, and they were the two biggest names out there on the field that night on offense, but that is not the guy. That's not the unsung hero I want to talk about. The unsung hero I have for you today is one Gabriel Davis. Ooh, yeah. He is a backup wide receiver. I believe he was filling in for John Brown. Um, He was very big, let me tell you. He made, uh, towards the second quarter, he made quite a few crucial sideline catches that were reviewed many times by the by the refs. And yeah, they were beautiful. They were borderline unreal. It was crazy. Cool, man. We'll get into that. Yeah. He made quite a few catches like that. And I can't think of a defensive. Um, For the Bills or... Well, just for the game alone. For the game alone, something that comes to mind was that fumble that they called down, bro. Remember? Oh, my gosh. Yo, I see that. That was wild, dude. Jordan Poyer, like, hit the ball. Like, like, he uh, straight up ripped it, man. Matt Milano. No, Matt Milano, he was the uh, linebacker, number 58. He ran in there and just hit the crap out of the – out of the wide receiver, and then uh, Jordan Poyer just runs up there, gets his grip on the ball, and rips it out, man, like no joke. Yeah. Both of them hitting him like that right on the ball just was chemistry, was built up for disaster, man, for uh, the Colts. But anywho. I hated it because I watched that play over and over again, and I kept looking at it, and I was like, how could they call this? down how could they call it i have no fumbled it picked it like he went down whenever he had it and he jumped back up yeah and they ripped it out of his hands before he even got up or before he i don't know got down it didn't make any sense man Mm -hmm. or well no no he was getting up in the process was the deal and they thought he was still down and that the defender had touched him before he got up it was pretty obvious that the defender touched him after he got up, which yeah. means the play is still live in NFL ball yeah. by rule. And the play's still live, and if that man gets the fumbles, the receiver fumbles, then it's ultimately free game, man, for whoever right. whoever wants the ball. And obviously, Buffalo got the ball back. It was pretty oh, darn yeah. obvious yeah. with what like. 40 seconds left or something in the ball game. It was – No, they they didn't give him the ball. So, I mean, remember, whenever they fumbled it, they went to review to see if uh-huh. it was a fumble. Yeah, and they called it – They called down the receiver by contact. down. So, he did they, Yeah, they received – Down by contact, thank you. So, 
at the end, it was very entertaining because of how close it was. The Colts made some really ridiculous calls that just wasted so much time off the clock where they had like four seconds left, and all they could do was try to chunk it at the end zone for a Hail Mary attempt. And they backed themselves into that corner, like Jamal was saying, man. they yeah. Their play calling was, like, way off. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It, it wasn't all the coaches' yeah. fault, though, because I know there were a few makeable throws that Phillip Rivers just, you know, overthrew. Like that one to Michael Pittman. He just screwed up. Wow, man. It was off his fingertips. It was barely off, so. Yeah. It's just one of those things that happens, but honestly – to say defensive, yes, Jordan Porter did have that big play, but other than that, he wasn't that big of a factor in the game. Yeah. Um. Ooh, it's a throw up between Darius Leonard and DeForest Buckner because I believe when it comes to the Colts' defense, they didn't do very much against the air game, but they dominated uh-huh. the running game when it came to stopping, you know. Yeah, and I mean, Bills, I don't re- – who have they got? They've got Zach Moss. Yeah. And Devin Singletary. Devin Singletary. Thank you very much. I will... They just signed Devontae Freeman, by the way, as well. Yeah. Veteran free agent. Oh, Yo, cool. I didn't even know that. So he's like a wow, reverse Marshawn. Yeah, nice. pretty much. Pretty much like a reverse Marshawn. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Well, hopefully uh... he gets really good and shows people up. Yeah, but whatever. I want to see Buffalo versus Chiefs in the championship AFC championship game. Mom doesn't want that. To see who goes to the Super Bowl because Bills are just – okay, I take that back. I kind of want the Chiefs to win yeah. and go to the Super Bowl. If they play the Bills, that's a contested ball game. That's not a guaranteed W for the Chiefs. Yeah, no. Sorry, mom, guys. Mom doesn't want that. That's honestly in the truth. It's like I want the Bills and to it's close. Somehow, because I I don't want to play the Bills. <laughs> yeah, I know, yeah. man. That's I mean, like I want to see the Josh Allen versus Patrick Mahomes top thing. Oh yeah, like who can get the job done? No joke. Yeah, and the only problem I have I with mean, that is, I mean, we don't have. I hate to say it, but we don't have the resources to shut down Stefan Diggs. <laughs> I I hate to say it, but we don't. Legere sneaks the door that, that we have. Things. Bro, we don't even got that much to shut down Cole Beasley, for goodness sake. I know. <laughs> Actually, I think Traverius Ward could take care of Cole Beasley personally. But Stefan Diggs is we'll just see. such a crazy threat. And they have so much good – they have so many good players on defense. The problem is sometimes yeah. their defense like ours doesn't show up. Like that Colts game. I don't yeah. think they played their best. I their defense play. It's insanity. Yeah. But they've had better days than oh, that. Oh yeah. I mean, come on. Name a few. My or Micah Hyde, you got Jordan Poyer, you got Trey White. Those are the three biggest names. And then you've got Trey Edmonds and Matt yeah. Milano at linebacker position. I mean it's Yeah, you'd think they could have Man, that's but it happens. I get where it can from too, it happens. Yeah, but their defense. Everybody has an off day. Yeah, but their defense is just scary, and I understand that's why mom doesn't want to play them. So, but yeah, it'd be interesting to see. Definitely, that's what I'm betting on. Um, also, I would like to yeah. say one more thing before we move on from this Bills and Colts game. 
Yo. Sean McDermott, get your act together. Zach Moss is not a handoff wide receiver. You put him on wheel routes. I'm sorry, but whenever he fumbled that ball after a handoff in the third quarter, <laughs> that that hurt me so bad because as soon as I saw him catch one ball and run with the uh, and pitch, you know, get a handoff with the other, I was like, he's a receiving back. Put him on wheel routes. Put him on out routes. That simple common sense, you know. Yeah, and once he fumbled it in the third quarter, I was like, "There you go." Put Devin Singletary in there if you want to run it. I'm sorry, I had to get that off my chest. Yeah, and I'm... yeah, can't believe you, Eric. No, I know no, that's terrible, I've, man. I've been holding that really? in for a week, but yeah. <laughs> Since Saturday, as soon as the game ended, I was like, anyway. But all right, so what game are we going to move on to? Yeah, got you. Okay, I'm trying to remember off the top of my head what was the next game was. Give me a second, guys. Let's see. Yo, okay, Bears versus Saints, right? Yeah. No, that's not the next game. No, it's not the next game. I believe mm, no. it was uh, Seattle and Los Angeles, wasn't it? The and Rams, Rams. Right. yes, right. Seahawks and Rams. That was yeah, because Saints and Bears played Sunday. Yeah, that was a train wreck of the game. Oh my goodness, dude! Like, I'll just be honest. It should not have been thirty to twenty. The final score it should have been like thirteen ten. Yeah, honestly though, I mean, it was just such a pathetic game to watch. Personally, uh, I don't know how, but. All right, offensively. Besides, go ahead and finish. Sorry, I'm trying to think. It's all right. I mean, there were a few bright spots from it, but it was, it was just like so. It was defense versus offense, and the whole time the the Rams looked to be smothering the Seahawks. Oh yeah, offense. Like very bad. Yeah, and it was pretty. It was pretty depressing to watch. I'm not even gonna lie, guys. Like An offense with DK Metcalf. It was like watching Cleveland's offense yeah. dominate the Steelers' star-studded defense. It was like they were showing no mercy because they felt like they were underdogs. Dude, no mercy. And I'm just gonna give a shout out to the Browns real fast, man. They've needed a playoff W for a long time. Ninety-five. Them fans, man. Wow. That was the last time that they did the playoffs bad. and won a game. Oh, man. It's no cheat. Like 26 years. Yeah, it's no cheat Super Bowl drought, but it's insanity. Yeah. So, I just want to say this real yeah. quick. It looked bad for like the first three quarters or so. And then Jared Goff started going off. Cam Akers, he, he, he got the ball a lot, and so he – he was a, he's a playmaker. He oh, really yeah. is. So yeah. he showed up, showed out, and he nearly had 50 receiving yards and over 130 rushing yards is what he had. Yeah, and I'd love to give this and, to Cam uh, Akers. I would love to because he had a dominating game that night. But honestly, it's like everyone when Alex Smith returned from injury. It's like he came back from a two-year injury, and now he's playing fine in the NFL. He's walking. I have to give this to off because – the man broke his thumb, and he went to surgery, questionable for this playoff game. He came in there, and he managed the game like he always has when he was healthy. 
12 days after surgery. He did look a little rusty yeah. on like every so throws every so often yeah. is what he did. But everyone does. Like yeah. every third throw, it kind of looked a little off or like it, it just, he gripped it wrong or whatever. But 12 days later after coming out of thumb surgery, oh my he's gosh, playing dude. on the NFL field. And I was like, I wow. could, like, on yo. throwing hand. Yeah. yeah if, if you're having a good day coming back from an injury like that, like I can't even imagine, man. I'm coming off of an injury right now playing basketball, and it's been tough, oh, man. Yeah. Just got back like yesterday from a month out, man. It was it was tough stuff. Yeah, it's crazy, but I've never seen a quarterback come back from that like he did. I mean, Drew Brees had had a thumb. Yeah. You know, he. I don't even think did he break his thumb or did he dislocate it. Then he dislocated. Well, he was out for most of the season that year, and he never came back until like Good. the postseason. But yeah, Jared, um, in like week fifteen, and comes back. Well, week six, and comes back and wins the game against the Seahawks. That's unheard of most of the time. So, whether or not. The, it was just remarkable that he's out there. I mean, it was, but you look at the standpoint, you're like, why the heck did the Rams put him in that position and put him, put him out on the field like that? That's because their third-string quarterback, he was injured, or I forgot exactly what they said about him, but he was oh, not yes. there. I wasn't able to story. play. And so their fourth string was their punter, yeah. Johnny. Yeah, I would have loved to see him swing some. I would have loved to have seen that. Yo, Johnny Hecker is, like, really good, man. Like, I'm sure he's probably – he must be better than the third string, man. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. They could do fake punts all day long and still convert oh, yeah. them. Johnny Hecker's awesome. Well, Go check him out they, on YouTube. I haven't yet, but I've just seen, like, a lot of his throws and everything. They're, like, dots, like, straight up, like, between, like, sideline, like, comeback dimes. Stuff like crazy passes, no. man, that like a, a second, first-string quarterback makes, and he just spirals them beautifully. Oh, yeah. But, yeah, I can see it. It would also help if they had receivers, but anyway, not going to get into that. Yeah, it would. That. Yeah, uh, defensively, honestly, I don't know. I'd like to give it to Aaron Donald, but the fact that he got injured halfway through kind of threw off his stats that he could have had for the rest of the game. He, I'll say this. Aaron Donald was the star from the defensive side, mm-hmm. I think, because he had the two oh, sacks. Yeah. Although I think the play that summed up the whole game the best <laughs> was whenever a D oh, – Sorry, guys. I forgot what his first name was. I think it's Darius Williams, oh, yeah. cor- uh, number 31, the cornerback yes. for L.A. When he uh, slipped through a screen pass to pick off D – well, not D.K., but Russell yeah. Wilson. Yeah, on a pass for a to pick D.K. Six. For a pick six, man. That was amazing, dude. That was like, That was like the point where Seattle just fell off a cliff and decided to just – do trash man like that was dep- that would have been depressing watching that from a Seattle Seahawks fans point of view yeah. 
because I mean I was just heart crushing. You see, you see, um, Russell Wilson trying to make a play like that, and that wasn't even Russell Wilson's fault. That wasn't DK Metcalf's fault. That wasn't even really the blocker's fault that was supposed to block that player. That was all just an amazing read, an amazing play by the defensive oh, back, yeah. and. Overall, he got the pick six, and the man earned it. Not even going to lie. That was just all all you can say about it, man. All you can yeah, say absolutely. about it. Um, so, yeah, I'd give it to Haiti, but I, someone I can't think of besides um, Darius Williams that had a good game. So, yeah. So, okay. So, what was the next game? Wait. Skip it. No wait, that was the next. That was on the no, offensive that was the, side. Or? Never mind, that was Sunday. Um, no, you're talking yeah. about some. Okay, so next up we have the Buccaneers against the Washington Redskins. Yeah. This was just one sided going in. People thought, but we all know who the offensive player yeah, well, be, don't we? We all know who the offensive. It player. it it was. Yeah. Yeah, we all know who's gonna be the Yeah, like you said. Yeah. It's yeah. Yeah. Can I say it? Uh I believe Tyler Henneke. I thought it was Taylor. Taylor. Oh, I thought it was Chad Henneke. No, it was Taylor (laughs) Henneke. Henneke. Heineke, thank you. I think it's Heineke, yeah. It's Chad Henney you're thinking of for the Yeah, Kansas Chad Henney, yeah. This uh, one's Yeah, he was I mean even during the game people were just curious that he came out of nowhere and then they finally, you know, started talking about him. I didn't NFL so long. Yeah, I know, right? He he actually was like in the XFL for a little while there for like yeah. a little while and then got picked up um somehow by an NFL team, left them, did something else. I don't remember the whole backstory, but uh yeah, pretty wild, man. I'll say he he was pretty tough though, because he, he, in my perspective, is a player of the game because, like you guys said, he came out of nowhere. He's like the ultimate underdog. Alex Smith gets injured. He's The the coach staff's like, hey, Ty, Taylor, guess what? You're starting yeah. tonight. And he's I like, mean, whoa, okay. And so just to come out of nowhere and perform like he did, that, I mean, and that's impressive. He nearly led the them to a game-winning drive if they did, if they had converted. Well, if they hadn't not converted, but if they just got into position to score. Called right. good plays, man. Like, I guess you could blame that on Ron Rivera Make a little a bit. Good play call. Just a little bit, though. Yeah. He's okay. <clears throat> yeah, because we know Taylor Heineke, or Heineke, man, he played his butt off. I'm, I was watching that one play where he was in the pocket, man. He, he shanked like a, a attempted sack. Um, got out of the traffic, man, rolled out from, like, the nine-yard line and ran it in for himself, scored a diving yeah. touchdown on the pylon, man. That was that was yeah, amazing. Every play was good. Yeah, every he play worked. he made, I looked at it, and I was like, is that really their third string? Really? 
Yeah, he I know how he out. worked, he looked man. Like, he kind of looked like how Josh Allen looked during the season. Like, he, he ran it like Josh would, except maybe even like Lamar, honestly. He was a bit faster than, you know, and I give him credit for. Yeah. And he made good reads. I mean, it was insanity. This yeah. guy came out of nowhere. He, he was pretty good, man. Nine this guy one. came out of nowhere, and now he's the if, talk of the town in Washington, I'm sure. Yep. If, if he starts next year, I will not be surprised. That's all I'm going to say. If he made himself a little bit more than 5 or $10 million like he is now, which he's not making – I don't even know if he's making that much. Like, Third real. string. Um, he's probably – he probably – he probably made himself a little bit of money, you know what I'm saying, coming into a playoff yeah. game like this. The nobody making plays, almost beating the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. No joke. That's some big stuff, man. I know. Almost beating, you know, Brady is just a feat of its own. Yeah. I'm sorry. You've got you've to admit he's good, but – Yeah. Do we even have to admit that, man? Yeah, he almost got out dueled by a third <laughs> string, so I don't think so. Yeah, I mean, hey. He did he get did. out dueled bad. He I did. mean, Tom Brady didn't. He did do throw for 400 yards nearly and two touchdowns, zero picks. But hey, it's zero Tom picks, Brady. yo. Nearly getting out dueled by a third Dude, string. you got AB and Mike Evans, man. And no I can't joke, remember if Chris man. Godwin was back. And, and okay, Leonard uh, Fournette, Chris man. Godwin okay. was back. I'm pretty. Yes, Yo, Leonard Fournette was looking oh, yeah. hot, man. He always fire, man. Nine point eight yards. Yeah, a just rush. like, just like oh, every other player, he looked, he looked better once he came out of Jacksonville. But anyway, yeah. <laughs> back to roasting <laughs> teams to the good old days. Yeah, anyway, but I mean, you got you got three. Really good, possible starting wide receivers like almost anywhere uh, playing for you. You got a pretty good rush game going. You've got to, you got to be successful, yeah. man. Like no lie. Um, Anywho, moving on. All right, so right now I'm going to cut off the playoff talk, and I want to talk about. Uh, let's talk about Juju Smith-Schuster and Anthony Costanzo, and we'll save Doug Peterson for last. Yeah, the yeah. best for last. So, man. Um, as you probably know by now, a couple days ago, uh, a certain Colts left tackle announced retirement because he was coming off a bad injury for the year. Um, I'm a little yeah. surprised because I actually know who Anthony Costanzo is. I mean, kind of. Uh, I'm a little surprised y'all don't know, but that's all right. I got you. Um. He he was solid left tackle. I'll say that he, he was. was he was really tackle. good for. I think he played for ten years. Yeah, I, it was something like that. Yeah, and I'm not even gonna lie. I've heard his name like once or twice, but I have no clue who he was. You know what I'm saying? Like the only person I know on that um, Colts Quentin Nelson. offensive line is Quentin. It's Quentin Nelson, baby, my guy. The human mole oh, yeah. machine. People say Anthony Costanzo. Um, I was listening to the Pat, to the Pat McAfee show. Yo, that 
Yo, my God, man. I was I watched like I watched the one he did about Doug and the one he did about Did you Tyler watch the one Heineke. that he did about JJ? Yeah, Heineke. Taylor Heineke. Yeah. Yes, sir. Yeah. Wow. I watched stuff. the one he talked about with Anthony Costanzo. <laughs> and apparently the man had hands. Oh, yeah. He talked about them running um yeah. Not, yeah, trick plays, you know, fake punt or fake field goals Yo. and everything, and he said that man had so good a hands, he could have been a tight end. He could have switched positions. Dude, that was that was yeah. where I heard his name. Dude, I was watching a video a while back of, like, the best or, well, t- like, offensive lines or linemen or the big fellas, you know, getting touchdowns. I was watching a video about that. Dude, that was cool, man. And that's yeah. where I learned that name. But yeah, he's going to be greatly missed, I'm sure, by the Colts organization and definitely by indie fans. But, man, dude was a beast, and he had great 10 years. I wish him the best in his retirement. Definitely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And on to the Steelers' bad juju, as I would put it, and that's what the tagline's going to be. Bad that's 100% juju. That's the tagline's going to be in our <laughs> – yeah, we gotta put that I already, on the title, I said man. I was going to. The Steelers. It's locked in. There's no going back. <laughs> anyway. But yeah. So the bad juju or Juju Smith Schuster, as we would put it. <sighs> Sammy, would you like to explain this one? <laughs> oh my goodness, bro. Okay. So yo, in case nobody out there, people out there listening right now, in case y'all didn't hear about this. There's been, like, Juju's been, like, all over TikTok, man, like, on social media and stuff. Um, I watched a video about it. He's been, like, just straight up taunting uh, the other teams that they're facing, you know, by going out onto their uh, team logo and supposedly doing the same exact dance every single time. I don't know what the dance is called, but uh, doing the same exact thing, like – Five man. times, man. Taunting other teams. Uh, uh, going on social media. Disrespecting them. Like the Browns, man. Yeah. He disrespected them bad. Saying, they're, saying, that, saying they were the Browns in that tone of Browns suck, man. And they're and nobody. He didn't, and he said it with how he phrased yeah. stuff, like pretty much. That was basically and what he, he was saying. And or if I remember at, correctly, he didn't just – call them the Browns. He said the Browns is still the Browns, but he came out and he literally said he called them faceless gray figures. Pretty much. Yep. And then, you know, they got their butt whooped, so he got his comeuppance in the end, kind of like that Bengals game. But I'm sorry. The If you want to T.O. up a team, and that's what I'm going to call it because that's an adjective yeah, now that I'm going to use. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. If you want to T.O. up a team like that, you better back it up on the field. And so far, he has not. He he does not have the stats for every game to show that he was able to back up that taunting. I'm sorry. T.O., <laughs> I yeah, give him a pass. T.O. could yeah. back it up, man, if I he wanted to. I give T.O. a pass because he went out on the field and he proved that he was better. And he proved that he deserved to taunt he... that team. Juju has none of that. His yeah. skills, 
Bro, his skills were as big as his mouth. I'm yeah. serious. <laughs> That's how good T.O. Exactly. Is. Freakish athlete, man. All out baller. Straight up beast. Oh, yeah. But that was if, I'm sorry. This is for this is straight With to Juju. This isn't no. to any of our fans. So, Juju, if you're watching, let me just say this or listening somehow, some way. Hear this. You want to taunt a team like Terrell Owens did? You want to dance on their logo? You want to start doing that sort of thing? Back it up with your play. I'm sorry. You have yeah. to start getting it, getting open more. You've got to start getting more looks, and that's not your fault, I know. That's the quarterbacks, whoever that may be next year. But Yeah, but you got to be giving your quarterback a favor, man, and looking like an elite wide receiver – by getting open, period, yeah. man. And he can't just live by passing it off to James Washington or to Chase Claypool, you know? Yeah, also that had a thing. um something to say about the Browns on TikTok. Mr. Salty, as he's now being wow. known. Basically, he came out and he's – did y'all see this on Facebook? Basically, no. he came out on TikTok Live and he said – um yeah, we didn't play our best. We didn't. We got beat by the Browns, but they're about to get clapped. So, wow. You know. Yeah, they got beat by the Browns twice, I man. I don't have TikTok, but I was, like, watching this video about the whole deal. And I was like, man, how lame would that be if you straight up taunted all these teams, even the Bengals guys, taunting, like, one of the worst teams in the NFL – and then getting beat by them by what over ten yeah, points? Yeah, I don't think you know how stupid yeah, that is. Um, it's ridiculous. And I mean, Von Bell, after Juju posted that, he even said before the game, he was like, "We're going to go out there and we're going to show them who we are." And you know what? He shook him up. He got a fumble off of him. I think it was a pick six. I can't even remember. Uh, yeah, yeah. it was a. Uh, uh... Yeah, but scoop he just scoop. wrecked yeah. him. Scoop and that, I mean, you want to talk oh, about man. someone that could back up the smack talk he was talking. Von Bell did it that one game. Woo. Yeah. That one guy. He didn't even talk up that much smack, bro. He was like. <laughs> he had his targets locked for yeah. Juju, and he got his revenge. I'll say it. But, yeah. Anyway. He was just. Okay. Juju, if you're listening out there by some miracle. Like Eric said, by some miracle, please come on the show. <laughs> we would love to have you. <laughs> I'm sure you want to. Yeah, right now we're so desperate for attention from NFL athletes <laughs> and at them asking or us asking them to be on our show that we'll take anyone. Come on. <laughs> and then, yeah, I mean, I'm in trash talk. I'm like the whole time they're on the show. Like, so Juju, why the heck would you go off and do something? I mean, like that? I'd like to ask To the same question, but I know the answer because he could. So, because he could, yeah. And I now want to see Juju step up next year, man. Like, you can't, you can't go off and do something like that without backing it up. And he's, if he's got any brain in his head, he's probably feeling that too. Like, man, I gotta do something. All these people. All these people out here, man, they they don't even they don't even think I can do yeah. this anymore. Like no joke. Well, but, I'm um, just gonna leave it at that, and I think we're gonna take a commercial break now. And we'll come back cuckoo. and talk about the playoffs and Doug Peterson. So, stay tuned.
All right, we're back from break, brought to you by Anchor, the best and only way to make a podcast. You know it. Now I'd like to say I'm recording the second part inside the house instead of outside because my phone was messing up. So, if there's any background noises, besides the music that you're hearing, if you're hearing this music and we're not just delusional, <laughs> is from my <laughs> family members because I live with a few other people when I'm not at college. Yo. Anyway. Okay. So, all right. So, we're going to move on and talk about the Ravens and Titans game, I believe. Yep. And right, so, you go ahead. Go ahead. I didn't have anything to say except go oh, ahead. Well, so, I'm just going to say, like, for offensive player, it was probably Lamar Jackson because he did run for over 130 yards and one touchdown. Besides that, he threw a pick and zero passing touchdowns. Exactly. And he threw for just a little over 100 yards, I'm pretty sure. So, basically, from a passer's standpoint, from a QB standpoint, he didn't look all that good. No. But from a running standpoint, you're like, yo, this kid was all right. Kind of. Right. Well, yeah. And everyone's been thinking that ever since they saw his legs. Yeah. And I mean that in, like, a play sense and not literally. (laughs) Yeah. It's like, Eric, I just got pretty weird. (laughs) No, I do not have a leg fetish. No. (laughs) No, we I'm got not... you. Anyway, the speed man. Yeah. We know the wheels. <laughs> yeah, he yeah, had the know, plays. He had the skills to pay the bills. No lie. Yeah, we know what you're saying. I got for you. the defense. But... That's pretty hard because since nobody was really a game changer type player. Yeah, there honestly wasn't. Well, yeah, <laughs> not one single player. But I'm going to give it to Baltimore. Just their defense as a whole. Because they managed to do something that no one else in the NFL has done as well, and that stopped the quote-unquote king. Wow, man. Ooh, you ain't kidding. That's good. They, What did he have, Jeremiah? Was it like 18 rushes for about 40 yards? 40 yards, That's man. right, yeah. 40 yards. Man, that's 40 a, yards. 2.2 yeah, yards average per carry. Yeah, think that's about it. Depressing. No other team has been able to hold into that. At all this year. Granted, it yeah. was a playoff game, but still. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Anyway. But that's pretty much all I have to say on Baltimore and Tennessee. So, who we got next? Okay, up next, we have the Bears and the Saints. Yeah. Man, do we really have to talk about this game? I mean, it was straight up. Terrible. Like, nobody combined. Both teams combined. They only had two sacks, which is one sack per team people. Team people. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, if you don't know anything about football, that's depressing, man. That's just sad. I'm like, that's sad. uh, Man. Yeah. I believe, Jeremiah, you said you had someone that you wanted to give the offensive player of the year or offensive player of that game to. Uh, I'm trying to remember. Oh, yes, Alvin, Alvin Kamara. Kamara. That's right. Alvin Kamara. 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 No, it's Kamara. Hmm. It's Kamara. Yes, it is. Thank you very much. <laughs> okay. Um, 
He was pretty dope. I yeah, mean, he, he, I'm not gonna lie. He's the only reason the Saints made it that far. He, had he set up Michael Thomas. He, he sets up that offense like all day, every day, pretty much. When he's not doing good, that offense is rarely ever doing good. Or no, I take that back. When he's not doing good, it's because teams are like triple, tripling him up, and everybody else is getting wide open looks. Oh yeah. Thank you. I had to get my little say in there. Makes sense. And if Alvin Kamara is listening somehow, please come on the show. We'd love to have you. Sammy would adore you. and I would love to have you, man. I'd be okay. I don't mean love. I mean, like, I mean, like, yo, it'd be, it'd be cool, man. It'd be chill. Like, that'd be cool. That'd be legit. Nothing personal, but if it came to people that I wanted on the show, Alvin Kamara's not really in my top ten. But mm-hmm. that's okay. I mean, oh. that's because there's so many people like we want Patrick Mahomes, man. You know, he's you gotta in... respect Mahomes, and then you gotta. I hate to say it, but he's Kelsey, in top five. The Kelsey man, because uh, are you for real? Patrick yes. Mahomes is top five. Top five. Top five. Eric, I have a lot. Who's of your people. top two? Okay, I would top two. <laughs> uh, Yo, okay, I get it. Travis hit? and Jason Kelsey are entertainers, man. Who? Is ahead of Patrick Mahomes is what I want to know. I would love to get personally. Hmm. That would be appropriate, okay? Oh, That'd Kurt Warner appropriate for the show. Ooh. Kurt Warner's my number one. Come on. Okay, okay, yo, we need to save this for another podcast, like short, like fifteen. Oh yeah, definitely. We can do that. Episode. We can talk about. It. Yeah. I'm loving this idea now. All right. Yeah. So let's move what back to Chicago and Saints, man. Yeah. We already gave it to Alvin Kamara, and I'm just going to give the defensive player, unsung hero, to the defense of the Saints. I mean, like you said earlier, Khalil didn't look anything like himself yeah, at I all this year. His, his straight up his swiping. Ability. I just watched a couple plays of him. He didn't look near as fast with his hands. He wasn't using them like he should be, or like the Khalil Mack I seen like uh, past two years where he's been dominant. Like in his prime, he was swapping. Yeah. He knew what move to make. He could read the offensive lineman. He knew when to spin. Knew when to swap. Now he just I don't know, man. Looks old. Yeah, I understand that because I used to watch Khalil Mack all the time, man. Like. Back when I was playing football, like, that dude was my guy. Like, I was watching him trying to learn finesse moves from him. Because, you know, I played that DE or that outside linebacker type, the defensive tackle. I played them spots, man, like all of them. Uh, So, I wanted to learn my rip and pull move, my bull rush techniques and everything. So, I got all that from Khalil, man. Yeah, I got you. Um, I do have to say, though, I feel like the Bears play better their defense anyway. Whenever he's pumped, whenever he's when getting he's ready going. to go, man. When he's lit yeah. up, that defense is lit up. Because when Khalil Mack's looking good, looking like doing really good pro- production wise, then that defense is producing. Yeah, and I mean, when you think of the Bears defense, do you really think of any other person that could hype them up or actually lead that? defense than Khalil. Then Khalil Mack, I know. 
No one thinks of, I mean, Akeem Hicks, but I think he got traded, didn't he? No, he's still in. Oh, he is? Oh, okay. I could have sworn he got traded. I don't know why. It was, uh, yo, I'm pretty sure it's a different linebacker who got gone, man. Uh, Jordan Hicks, one. maybe. Is Jordan? Uh, no, no, I don't think it was Jordan. Uh, uh, I, don't, I, I don't know off the top of my head, guys, but. Anyways, yeah, he's like the number one guy you think of whenever it comes. Honestly, to that. though, yeah. But that's all I got to say about the Bears and Saints game. It wasn't really entertaining. Not really. No offense, at least... no offense to Chicago or New Orleans fans, but it was nine fast. to twenty-one. Then yeah, Chicago, Chicago only kicked three or uh, field goals. Thank you. Yeah. They only kicked field goals. Did they not? Three field goals, man. Yeah. It was either that or it was a touchdown and a safety. Yeah. Mm. Or a touchdown missed the field extra point, which is very likely for Chicago. I'm sorry, Chicago. But that is is what y'all do. Is that kind of thing? But anyway. Oh, no. So I I guess we'll move on to our last game. uh, Just real quick. Okay. Going off that note of Sammy Sa- or Eric saying a touchdown safety, I do believe he is right because Pat Mitchell Trubisky threw one touchdown pass. Ooh. I'm, yeah. And it almost seems like now that y'all talk about it, I feel like they did get a safety. Maybe I'm thinking about Seattle versus Rams. I might be thinking about that. Anyways, but one of you those did say games, they get a sack. You, know they you did say they got a sack. Yeah, that was by Tishon Gibson. Okay, yeah. I think he – rookie first year or not not second year. year. It's like uh, fifth, sixth year maybe Mm -hmm. or something like that. Oh, wow. I actually didn't think he's been in the NFL that long. He was with the Jaguars and went to the Texans. That's where it is. That's why he sounds familiar. Okay. Tishon Gibson, man. I've heard that name whenever they talked about Houston. Okay. Yep. Okay, that makes more sense. All right. Cool, cool, uh, man. So, we got Cleveland versus Steelers, man. We saved the best for last because we're about to go out and just straight up roast the Steelers. Now, if well, any player well, from the Steelers we, listening right now, we te- we'd love to have you on the show. We technically already did say that. Yeah, we would also like to say – I won't say it's the best for last because if you're a Steelers fan, it wasn't. It wasn't nope. at all. But if you're a Browns fan, a sh- quick shout out, man. I did earlier, but I'm gonna do it again because they deserve it, man. They haven't won a playoff game since what '95. Yeah, the fans have needed one. I'm not gonna lie. They haven't been in a playoff game since '02. So, oh my goodness, that as well. And that yeah. was what with Johnny Football, Mister Football, or whatever. No. No. Johnny football was like early 2010s. Early 2010s? Yep. Yo. Yeah. I wouldn't even they didn't know. go to the playoffs. Dude got fired before yeah. he even got halfway through the season. Yo, I thought he I thought he played one season and then got screwed up with drugs. That's all I thought. He did he didn't play a full season, I don't think. I think he only played a few like wow. the first six games. And okay, then... I must be thinking college. I'm not even gonna lie. I must be thinking college. You may be thinking Jamarcus Russell, though. Dude's, dude played for this, Virginia Tech, right? No, this, I'm just kidding. He this, played for Texas A&M, ladies and gentlemen. Will you please let I me speak, Sam? At least about yes, Jeremiah. Well, 
We're going to have to put some duct tape over Samuel's mouth, guys. I'm sorry. Yo, but... get out of here, kid. So, I want to compare our first quarter. Check. Go ahead, Eric. Our first check that we're going to get from our podcast is going straight towards duct tape so we can keep uh, Sammy's mouth shut for a little bit. I mean, Thank it you. wouldn't be color commentary without <laughs> this man back here behind the We'd mic. also have nobody talking if it wasn't for you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's well, actually, actually be pretty quiet. I take it. No, I, okay, I said that wrong. Quiet. I said that wrong. I retract my statement. <laughs> we would have a lot more talking if it wasn't for you. <laughs> we you just need to other make... people would be able to talk yes, now. That huh? Is too. that what you're saying? Okay. Yes. Maybe I just need more to give time. Sammy control of the podcast, and he can just make random episodes of just his commentary. Yo, um, that would be that would be that would be okay. That would be that'd be pretty chill. I'm not gonna lie. Oh, I'm just kidding, though. Yeah, yeah. No. Oh, that was <laughs> good, <laughs> man. That idea, man. Okay. I got him. Anyway, go so, ahead. Your I want to compare the quarterback play real quick before we get in the offensive player of the game, and I kind of have my lean, like, my uh, choice already. Okay. So, Baker Mayfield for the Browns, he, had, he was 21-34, 263 yards, and three touchdowns. Are you telling me? Compared to Ben Roethlisberger, who threw it nearly 70 times for 47 completions. Yeah, okay, Big Ben did not. Wait, wait, just a sec. 400 yards, right? uh, 500 yards. Oh, yeah. Four touchdowns. But listen, the the Steelers would have won if it wasn't for this one factor. Four interceptions. Not one, (laughs) not two. Not even three. Four interceptions. And that threw off his passer rating. And then there was a fumble that went over his head on a bad snap that was recovered for a touchdown. Wow. Oh, man. And I don't think a single Steelers player had a sack. Yo. that Guys, that tells you right there what happened. And, like, the Steelers, they could stop the – Browns Yo, at okay, all. That was the problem. Yo. And Ju- okay, Juju, even though they did lose, yeah. he did show up. He I'll, I'll give him that. I didn't think he did, but he did. Yeah. Dude, how he many receptions? 13 catches. 13 catches, 157 yards and one touchdown. Dude. That, yeah, that was okay. Dude, I'll say this. Skip the first half of this I, whole podcast. I'll say this. Yo. Juju did run his mouth, but he did show up and show out. But normally, I didn't think he had three catches. I'm normally, he doesn't even have like a hundred. He doesn't even normally have like seventy. It's kind of like in like the sixty to fifty area. Yeah, normally, normally it goes to Chase yeah. But you got to understand, or Deontay Johnson. The situation the Browns were in, it definitely opened up to a good passing game. Also, I mean. Or a good passing game for the Steelers, but also the fact that um, when you have as many good wide receivers, and I say good very loosely, as good wide receivers as the Steelers do, yeah. I mean, sooner or later he's going to get it. Yeah. So, so, anyway. I will say this. The whole Browns defense deserves the defensive player of the game. Oh, yeah. And this might be a little controversial, but I'd almost say Ben Roethlisberger earns the player, offensive player. But I want to say no because 
of the four picks. Interceptions. Yeah, I was going to say. That oh would be the only God. thing drawing me away. I was like, wow, that's just ridiculous. So I- If he had half as many, personally, I'd say if he had half as many interceptions as he did. Yeah. I would give it to him. I would have gave it to him, too, because, like, you hardly see 500 passing yard game where a guy thrown 70 times. Yeah. Like, four touchdowns or whatever. I mean, that was just ridiculous. They hardly even ran the ball. I think they ran it combined uh, three, five, 16 times. Yeah. In the whole game. I will say, they – the Browns didn't have a good ground game, which I honestly didn't think they were going to because I knew if the Steelers were like any team, they were going to game play mostly for Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt. Yeah. Which is why I thought most of the plays that Nick Chubb got were off of receiving yards because of those halfback slip screens, especially that one that went for like 45, 50 yards and a touchdown. Yeah. Which was amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, honestly, the only other person in contention for the offensive unsung hero would probably be Jarvis Landry, who has been a threat on the Cleveland offense all year. But I feel like he showed up and showed out on during the playoff game. Yeah. But that's just me. Yeah. All right, so that does does it for the playoff game, guys. I think we still have one more thing to talk about. Doug Peterson, baby. Oh, yep. And this one's just thoughts, man. Oh, yo, I got some stuff I'd like to say about this. I'm not gonna make, not gonna make it long at all. Okay, guys. So here's the here's the short story, right? Um, in rapid. Buckle play- up, everyone. Yeah, exactly. In Rappaport, uh, reported <laughs> um, on the NFL Network, he said that, uh, I believe, yeah, it was Doug Peterson, said he wanted some space, was pretty much how it went down, to be able to do his own play calls and stuff like that. Or, well, that he wasn't controlled, everything he did wasn't controlled by Oh, the Eagles or whatever, you know, because he had literally no control over the team. And he felt like, man, just just screw this kind of thing, you know. Uh, yeah. Let's ruin this pay- playoff win or whatever. Or The general manager, it's most likely the general manager came up to him and said, hey, lose this game and you move up three spots. You can have a all-studded star player on your team. No lie. If you lose this game, then you get the sixth overall pick, which they could have had the ninth that they'd won. But now they get the sixth, which is a really good pick, considering all these studs that are coming into this draft. And Well, yeah. Honestly, I feel like it was worth it to lose that game. But for all the players that grinded, man, and were working hard trying to win that game, that's just a, that's a failure, man. And you – and you yeah. lost that locker room as a coach. As a head coach, you lost that locker room. So, Doug Peterson just wanted some space to be able to make his own calls and he'd be able to perform 
what he wanted out of the team without somebody over his back and basically controlling basically controlling everything he did. And I got you. That was what Ian App Rappenport said about the whole deal. And so it was kind of one of those deals where he didn't get fired. He was kind of, he kind of quit himself in a way because of all the options. I mean, think about it. This man could go to Atlanta. Uh, he could go to Houston. He could go to the Jets. I could really see him at Jacksonville or Houston because, I mean, come on, people. Uh, Houston wouldn't even look at uh, Eric Bieniemy, which was pretty, which was pretty stupid. And uh, yeah. I don't even know why you wouldn't even want to look at the guy. I mean, come on, he's an offensive genius practically. And so, and yeah. somebody you could really use right now to win ball games. And they don't even look at him, man. That just shows how Houston is and what Houston's priorities are right now. And that's not to win games, man. But, uh, oh, yeah. And that's why Deshaun Watson and J.J. Watt just need to get out of there because that organization alone is just screwed up, and man. And they don't even they don't even care. They don't even want to fix it. They don't even bother to do anything about it, which is depressing. Because they ain't got any first-round picks, what, any second-round picks either. Yeah, they ain't got nothing, man. Till next year. Till next year, man. They ain't got nothing. And Yeah. But that's pretty much all I've got to say about that. I mean, I could really see it, though, because that's just kind of like Houston to go out and pick up Doug Peterson, man. That's That wouldn't be the best idea. The best idea would probably be to go with Eric Bieniemy or something. But they'll, they'll probably – Jacksonville, I feel like Jacksonville or Houston pick up um, Doug Peterson, but that's just my thought. And then you got to look at yeah. Doug Peterson's perspective. I mean, if you don't get to go and be a head coach at any of those places, I mean, what are you stuck with at the end, man? Like playing like coordinator underneath Air, uh, Air Andy Reid or something like that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I got you. Going back to Andy Reid's uh, style of play, I mean, that would that wouldn't even be that bad an idea. So, coming from his perspective. So, I mean, this is kind of a win for Doug Peterson. You can go to Jacksonville, who has the number one overall pick. Go to Jets, who has, what, the second or third overall pick? The second overall pick. Um, On and on. And then, what, Atlanta has, like, top ten overall pick. It's fourth. My goodness, man. You got so many options with, like, Really good chances, and I mean, he could coach Trevor Lawrence at Jacksonville. Uh, yeah, wild man. I will say, honestly, I could see him more at Houston personally, just, and I'll say that because yeah, look at how he performed whenever he had J. Whenever he sat Carson, the smartest move he made was when he sat Carson Wentz and put in Jalen Hurts. And when I saw Jalen Hurts, I was just like. You know who that reminds me of? Deshaun. Yeah. In a way. His play style does remind me of it. His choices. Yeah. And if he could, if he could, you know, put a quarterback, an unexperienced quarterback like Jalen Hurts out there and have him play the way he did, think about what he could do with, you know. Deshaun. Yeah, Deshaun. Think about how he could, you know, make that team a bit better. Yeah, exactly. And, I mean, 
he could change. But I can. He could change a lot of things there. Yeah. But I mean, you're. Going but I understand what you're saying. Yeah, you're going into it with the thought of, well, you ain't got like any picks this year, and yeah. you've got a stud in Deshaun Watson who somehow did not get himself messed up by Bill O'Brien in this whole. Actually, I take that back. He got messed up bad, man. He got messed up hard. What did Houston have? Yeah. The, the the third overall pick? and then that He messed him up really bad. Traded it away with a couple other things for Laramie Tunsil, and who they yeah. thought was going to be a stud, and really turned out not worth the third overall pick. I mean, the guy's all right, but he was not worth no third overall pick. Like, just think of no. who all they could have picked up, who they could have picked up with that pick. But we're not going to think about that right now because that's too depressing. All right. Um, well, that's pretty much all I've got to say on Doug Peterson. Yeah. Um, his tenure at Philly seems short, but honestly, I think he did some great work there. He won him a Super Bowl. Yeah, and he was there and, for like 20 I mean, years. Yeah. I believe he deserved a few more years there, but. Honestly, Godspeed to him. Hope he finds a place. Yeah. You know, hope he finds a job somewhere else, and hopefully he prospers there. Exactly. Same with the, well, the enemy, man. Hate to see oh, him yeah. leave from Kansas City, no lie. Uh, did us a lot of good. Helped us win a Super Bowl, man. But, I mean, I feel like he's going to do really good at whatever team he goes to. I could really see him going to Atlanta. Guys, that's oh, yeah, going definitely. to wrap it up for tonight. Yep. It sounds like Jeremiah left unless hey, we've just been drowning him out. Hey, he's here. He's back in the building. But, but anyway, guys, we're probably going to wrap it up there. Um, don't forget. I'm going to let – I'm actually going to let Jeremiah do the outro just because he hasn't really said much for hey. the second half. Thanks, hey. So, wrap us right, up, guys, man. we're going to – Let's do this. It's time to wrap her up, and don't forget, keep God number one. Peace out, guys. Yep. See you in the next one.